What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Subjectively Successful Podcast. My name is Jordan Sellers, and I am your host. My goal in this episode and in every episode is for you to learn how you can be a better human being and a more successful person so that you can positively affect change in the sphere of influence that you have been given. We're going to do that through the trials, tribulations, problems, and solutions that my guest and myself have used to find what success means to us. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's jump right in. What is going on, everybody? Hey, welcome to another episode of Subjectively Successful. Uh, My name is Jordan Sellers, your host. I've got the fantastic and amazing Justin Brashear who is, let me make sure I say this right, you don't just want to be an attorney or a lawyer, you're a businessman who chose a career yeah. as an attorney is one of the things you do. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, you're close. You're, God, the yeah. you're a lifestyle lawyer. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah. lifestyle is a big deal for me. Yeah. Um, I am a CEO of a legal services business. Oh, that's powerful. Um, so yes, I am. I am a licensed attorney in the state of Louisiana, but yeah. I look at it as a um, a legal services business. So you know, ultimately, we're in service to the client. Yeah. Uh, and I run it as a business. You know, I don't look at it as a law firm. So I, I do some non traditional things when it comes to uh, marketing analytics, the way we look at you know case retention and case acquisition. Yeah, because uh, we were a good fit. So. Uh, we kind of came into contact because I was filming a commercial mm-hmm. at a restaurant. You were one of the uh, one of the actors. They call me the talent. Yeah, you were the they talent, talent. <laughs> in the commercial. You and your family were yeah, the talent. That's right. And so the commercial turned out pretty dope. Uh-huh. Uh, and you were like, "Hey, what? Uh, I heard you have a different way of marketing things." Right. Uh, is so your practice had done a lot of marketing content, a lot of video content. Um, but you weren't necessarily seeing the results that you thought you should see. Mm-hmm. Like the quality of it was insanely awesome. But you're like, how come the phone's not ringing? And so that's how we came into contact because I was like, well, because it seems like you were told that if you tell the world how amazing you are over and over and over again, that the phones will ring. And I was like, no, that's not how that works. <laughs> I go, you have to ask people if they have a dire problem or need and you believe that if they journey with you, you can help them solve that problem. So you're like inviting them into the story. And then what did I tell you? Who's the hero at the end of the story? Is it you or is it the client? client. And let's be real. Let's break that down. Yeah. So what we've learned from that and what we should continue to learn is that nobody likes lawyers. I don't like lawyers, right? Um, Nobody wants to hear a lawyer talk about how great they are. I did not say that. (laughs) You said that. Like, we're just, let's just clarify it. (laughs) I have friends that that are also lawyers, but, you know, when you start thinking about the traditional sense of like a lawyer, right? Like the the very rigid, analytical, sort of linear way that a lot of times we have to approach things. That's what I'm talking about. Not the people that actually do it. It's just that style that you have to go through to sort of... Uh, take on and navigate, you know, problem for your client, whoever that is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, looking at the looking at the marketing side of things, you know, we started the business differently. We knew we were going to be different. We knew, you know, one thing that as my life cycle has gone and as I've matured, I've I've become very very comfortable with who I am. Yeah. And being true to 
that organic, um, you know, very real and true self of who I am and what I want to do and why I do the things that I do. Um, we wanted to get that message out and the message was a good one with the other company, but it just wasn't, it wasn't resonating with people the way that it should have. Uh, and when you came along and said, Hey, we're take the same message, just sort of re say it. We're just going to, yeah, flip it. And, uh, it's been successful, man. It's been great. And it's fun now. It's, it's actually a lot more fun for me to have those video shoots and to do that type of marketing, because I feel a lot more comfortable telling other people's story. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what i do well yeah you know, tell other people's stories and so you're creating like a better ver like you're taking their story this is cool it's like you're taking their story and chapter 11 was supposed to be it's all over we lost everything instead you're like well, why don't we take chapter 11 and let's turn it into but there was a turning point right we won right? right and what's crazy is every time i talk to you that's all you talk about and so when we went into the marketing world and we start working on content you were like wait a second, I, I could just, that's what I think. I can just say that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's all you should talk about. You should only talk about how it's not about the money. It's about you. What is when, that's why we're on the success. You know, I, I think success is subjective because in that moment, you were like a poster child for that. You're like, for some people winning like $40,000 and just getting a new car that was taken from them might feel like they just needed that win. Some other people, it might be a $10 million. You have to reestablish their quality of life for the rest of their life. And you're, you go, but the same person is innately valuable. And that's why I go to work every day. And I'm right. like, why was that not in your video? Yeah. Why, why was yeah. you should do it? So you're and like, the crazy thing that I've found. And that out, just came out of your, I didn't even coach you. Yeah, like, no. I'm just the first meeting. I'm listening to you talk and I'm going, why don't lawyers talk like this? That's real. Cause I mean, yeah. it's, it, you, you know, it's, it's difficult sometimes when you are a professional and you work so hard to achieve that licensure and that, you know, sort of, uh, invitation to the dance, if you will. Yeah. It's difficult to get out of your own way sometimes. Oh, and so, all of us. you know, one, one, as, as we've learned, as I've learned what that voice actually is, what I've learned, um, you know, where I find the happiness that I find in the, in the value that I find in the, the, the work that I do. Yeah. Um, that's been beneficial. And one thing I'll tell you, you know, we start talking about it and ultimately, you know, nobody comes to my office or, or most of the time, nobody seeks the, the, the assistance of an attorney unless they're having a really bad day. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little different. I mean, you get the one off like lottery winner that may need to find a lawyer to set something up, but that's, that's very rare occurrence. So a lot of times we found is, yeah, like people do want money. You know, people do want to get their home fixed. They do want to get their car fixed or they do, you know, they're they're aggrieved about something, but universally, what I found is that our clients just want to be heard. They just want somebody that's That's going to listen to them. That's going to help understand who they are, where they are in that moment. Going to help them, um, understand better what their goals are for the outcome of the, you know, the situation they'd be presented. And we don't look at that situation as a problem. We don't look, even in my house, my six-year-old will tell you, we don't look at problems. We look at opportunities yeah. and we talk about things in terms of solutions. Cool. That's so good. once we start figuring all that out and we help our clients through that process, yeah, at the, you know, at the end of the day, they're going to probably resolve the case and they're going to make money. I think, I mean, that's sort of the, the way that the world works these days. But the process for me and what's really transformed my practice and transformed what my definition of success is, 
has been in that transformational learning, that introspective learning about, hey, I, I'm here in service to someone else. That's I'm going to help them get to where they want to be. I'm going to draw value in watching someone navigate that process. And at the end of the day, yes, you'll make money, right? Yeah. And the client makes money and, and you know, it, everything works itself out. Yeah, but... But when we don't make the... We don't make the the goal. The objective is not about the outcome. Mm -hmm. The goal is about the journey for us. And being able yeah. to navigate that and have the discussion on camera and, and really have that resonate with clients and have the clients come and tell us that. Because we follow up. We ask those questions. And, and I like to be challenged. I like when clients tell me, hey, I didn't like how this went. Or, you know, because all that is is an opportunity for us to get better and yeah, to, to get grow. better and to learn. And so um, that sort of that process has been very valuable for us. And since we started working together, it's yeah. been sort of at the forefront of everything we do and everything we talk about. Yeah. And what's good though. And I, I, I like, like there's a, there's a healthy, there's a healthy climate. And I know that I, the term marketing is thrown around so much, right? Mm -hmm. Um, just so the, like the audience can hear when you're, if you're a business owner and I'm say this to you too, we've clarified this, you know, technically marketing, that's why I use the term exposure and marketing is the term exposure is kind of like what you're doing where you're consistently telling your story, making your brand available to the world. You know, we've got openings, taking new clients, right? There's this, um, well-trusted, been here 20 years. Like we've been doing that for a long time. Marketing is when there's a clearly defined call to action that usually results in a cash register. Like, I don't care what industry you're in, eventually the cash register dings, right? The power is understanding, it's like what you're talking about, is the way to get to that cash register is finding um, how you're inviting someone into this really, really powerful story where you're saying, do you feel heard? Do you feel like in, in your first ad, I still remember uh, the first uh, ad that we did where you say, we want to help you right a wrong, right? So we want to help you right a wrong. Feel like your story is being heard. Feel like you went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Giants and walked away victorious. It's pretty close to that, mm -hmm. like somewhere it's in that very area. Close. And I just remember hearing that and like I still get chills thinking about it because I sat there and I'm going, I just feel like this should be the norm. And like that's plug and play on almost any industry. And here's what's powerful is all I'm doing is pulling it out of you. So that's mm -hmm. one of the things when I have this podcast is I only want to talk to people that are innately give a crap, <laughs> <laughs> give a crap about people, humanity. Right. Um, yes, I think you should live a great life and develop generational wealth. And there's a lot of that that's means success to me, but right. it's subjective. You, some people may not feel that way. Generational wealth is subjective too. Oh, that's true. You know, and so, some people could just end alcoholism right. at you could be creating wealth that's for your family. Wealth. Time, it really is money. I mean, uh, you know, heirlooms. You, you that, it all looks like, different. You sound like my uh, my mother in law. That's where she right. was like, money is important, but but she, it's not. She goes, not, alcoholism ended with you. Like right. Get your break the cycle. Boom. Well, yeah. my dad's not. No, let me rephrase that. Right. My dad's not. It ended with my father, but he right. reinstilled. It's like 
moral value. Sure. Um, and so when I go to him, I don't ask him for money. I tell him, thank you for being right. an amazing human. So it's right. funny. I'm glad you said that because yeah, we just had that conversation. It's interesting. I think that, you know, I actually sent my dad a text message yesterday morning about, you know, something. And it was, uh, it was a realization I had yesterday at 37 years old that I don't know. I never understood why he got up so early. I'm not the, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, I've got a ton of things going on. I'm not getting up. I'm not part of the 4 a.m. club. Yeah. I'm not when, reading all these self-help books. When do you wake up? During school when I'm making breakfast or lunch for my kids. 5.50. Nah, 6 o'clock. Okay, usually get yeah. out of bed I six, do 5.50 and snooze once, yeah. and we both wake up at 6, me and the 4-year-old. Yeah. So that's old. usually 6, about 6 o'clock. If, if it's not school or on the weekends, you know, I'll probably get out of bed 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Um, but I'm not the dude that's going to get up at four. I'm not doing, I'm not reading the books. I'm not going on the runs. I'm not doing the 75 hard. I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Right. I've, I've, I've lived a different life yeah. and I've been through some of that stuff in the past. Yeah. Cause you were um, professional. Most people don't know this. Yeah. Like you were a professional baseball player. Yeah. Quite the grind. Yeah. Like you've told me we had, we took a two hour trip the other day and you told me like what that mentally and physically was like to play 175 yeah, a hundred and seventy five games. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that. And that's, and I think that, that as I was kind of talking about the, the growth that comes from understanding your true self, you know, so all that time that I spent playing baseball and traveling and working and grinding, like you talked about, I just learned a lot about who I really was and what yeah. I valued and what mattered to me and why it mattered. That's good. Uh, and then, you know, yesterday I said, I talked to my dad and sent him a text because he always got up early. But then I realized yesterday, like, man, it's nice. It's peace in your house when your whole family. Yeah, when asleep. you're the first one, Ugh, I yeah. want to. I get your that. whole family's asleep, and you've done something for uh, you know for for someone else in your household. And then for me, yesterday was really kind of a cool moment because you know we have a six month old son now, and so I've seen the world. You know, obviously as a husband for I'd be fifteen years in January. Uh, I've seen the world as a father for six years. I have a daughter, yeah. um, so that's a different you know that's sort of a different dynamic. And then we have a son now, so it's like a whole another you know viewpoint lens on the world. And yesterday for me, it was cool because like I had, I woke up early. I did something in service for someone else in my household, like multiple people in my household, mm -hmm. which made me feel good. Um, and then I sat there quietly enjoying my coffee in peace. And I realized like how blessed, you know, we, we are to have the opportunities we have and the, the ability that we have to live the life that we live. Yeah. And that's, you know, that made me gracious, and, and I sent my dad that text. Um, but also, you know, what it what it does is it reaffirms my understanding of, you know, they kind of talked about a lifestyle lawyering thing, right? Yeah. So I've seen too many times in the legal profession where, um, you know, people are miserable because of the work. Um, they've lost a sense of who they are, what they came in to do. Um, they spend outrageous amounts of time away yeah. from their families. I mean, it's, they live their life on a six minute increment, man. Yeah. You know, that's, that's tough. And the flip side of that is I realized in, you know, yesterday morning, like I do what I want. I, I dress how I yeah. want. I go and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm available and I work hard. I work very hard. Yeah. Um, but I've been fortunate to have got great people that work with me and we work with great, you know, partners in some things. Um, we hold each other accountable. Yeah. But what that does is that allows me 
the opportunity to live life on my terms. Like yeah. I bring my daughter to school in the morning. Not that my wife's not awake and doesn't want to. That's time for she, you know, her and I to enjoy together. Yeah. Right. Um, I like that you've defined success. Like there's right. So for you, if you were to like go and like Miriam Webster's dictionary or whatever, and you read success is like definition five and six would be the freedom to live life on my terms. Right. And even that, if you had like an A, B, and a C, if you ask a hundred people what that meant, it would be different for all of them. I think you get the. I think you get a different answer for yeah. every human being on every this planet. Every human. Every every single person on this planet is going to have a different definition. But like what you're saying is that for you, it's there's a, there's a segue. So success. Um, it, tell me if I'm wrong. In the attorney world, it's there's so much status. Like it's very. Like, oh, you're a lawyer, right? You, it's, it's a big deal. You know, when, whoa, I mean, whoa, it's, it's like a doctor, a doctor, yeah. an attorney, right? There's a status there. Yeah. It's very unfortunate. I hear all these stories about, you know, you've got the nice car, but no, like working the 80, 90 hours. I mean, just like working seven days a week, 365. Yeah. But losing your way. Because when I hear you talk, and this is serious, this is not like salesmanship whatsoever. You tend to talk about client wins. So every time there's a case closed, it's all client wins, improving people's life, this, that, and the other. And then your instant switch is like your kids, your family. So you never talk about how I feel like such a baller because I'm an attorney. Mm -hmm. You're like, I help these people's lives get better. And because of that, I'm now able to live on my terms and be with my family and do this. And then there you go. Whether that carries status or not, you're like that I feel successful. Like that's so, really, really, really powerful. So I'll tell you, I appreciate that. I'll bring it back to something. And, you know, I define success very simply as time. I mean, mm. success equals time for me. Time to do whatever I want, whenever I need to, whether that's I'm successful enough in my home life to, to let my wife know, like, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to need to be uh, on point and focused this week. And we have the relationship where she'll take over a lot of the duties that we share in the house. Right. Or the flip side of that is she's got something going on and she needs me. Yeah. Okay. I'll bring the baby to work. I'll bring the, you know, bring our daughter to school. That time is what matters. Yeah. Going back to the point you made a minute ago, you know, we're talking about uh, marketing and sales and, and, and all that stuff. And I think we sort of glossed over the idea of brand. Yeah. Right? And to me, I don't care. I mean, this is a I'm talking to the camera. You're hearing a lawyer, right? Yeah. That's in a very competitive world. And I'm telling you, marketing does not matter to me. Sales yeah. does not matter to me professionally in my business. Yeah. What matters to me is the brand. And that's not an egotistical thing because it's my name or my logo or it looks cool or whatever. The brand is the way you make people feel. Brand is the impact you have on people's lives. And I think yeah. people lose sight of that. Like, why do you wear... Yeah. Like we're talking about Lululemon. Like, why do you wear Lululemon? Yeah, how come I'm not, like, right? why, why am I mad that I'm not wearing, like, I'm literally, yeah, I'm like, good, God dang it, why didn't I? Because you know I'm way more comfortable than you right now on the Dude. lower half of this body. God. Right? Dude. But, but so think about it. That's the way you make people feel. It's not the yeah. logo. The logo's cool, and it's, well, but it's not, you know, it's, um, to me, the thing that matters the most and the thing that we spend the most time focused on in, in sort of um, developing who we are is developing how our actions and how you know the way that we interact with people and what we do yeah how that matters to them how does that impact their life and cool. and throughout that whole process we know i'm very confident and i've seen it happen 
that over and over and over, the way we make people feel, those clients that leave our office satisfied, whether that's satisfied financially or satisfied that somebody Someone gave a damn. Someone actually listened. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a big deal. Um, we get all of our people from, I mean, I say all of our people. We get a very high rate of, of clients from return business or referred business from a, from a former client. That makes me feel like I'm actually doing the right thing. Well, absolutely. You know? Um, and there's, you know, you kind of talked on this earlier too, and I, and I wanted to, I wanted to, to tell you, I have three basic rules in my business, my professional life. Yeah. The first is to show up. Definitely. It's as simple as it sounds, but to, to do what you're, what you say you're going to do, like show up. Actually do it. Right. Yeah. The second thing is to try your best. Like don't, you're going to have to bleep this out, but don't half-ass anything. Right. Yeah. And the third thing is to give a damn. Yeah. And if you do those three things, like you'll, you'll find gonna, your way. You're going to win more than you're going to lose. But if you lose, you can lose with some dignity and some grace, knowing that you accomplished those things and you. You actually tried. You tried. Yeah. And you did what you needed to do for that person. Because you, I mean, you, you've heard the songs. You can't win them all. You, yeah. You know, you got to know when to hold them and know you when to fold them. You got no. Yeah. Wait, wait, let me switch hats. Real there quick. you go. When switch like, your hat. Know when to fold them. <laughs> Sing it, baby. Um. We'll talk about the hats in a yeah, minute. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I really, truly hope that that episode was something that you found valuable. You learned something you didn't know before. You laughed a little. You loved a little. And you're excited for the next episode. If you found it valuable, please take just a moment. Like, comment, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Helps the show out a ton. Last thing, if you're out there and you feel like you're drowning in the confusion of this insane digital marketing and social media driven world, I have got the Prozac to your problem. If you click the link in my bio, I've got a seven days to create a digital marketing strategy that actually works mini course. And I think that it would be a huge help to you. Go click that, check it out. If not, totally fine. It's not for everybody. But I cannot wait to see you in another episode and have a blessed day.